welcome to this week's episode of Tune In with Dr. Monica and Melissa. We're here this week to talk to you about something really near and dear to our hearts. But before we get there, just a little bit about me. I am a mamapreneur out in the Finger Lakes region of upstate New York, which is also Monica's home, but we find her out on the West Coast now. And Monica, why don't you share a little bit with us about you? Absolutely. I am a doctor of physical therapy and longevity professional. And my philosophy around life and how I live my life and what I talk to my clients and friends and family about is that we are truly capable of anything that we put our minds to. And we can heal in so many huge ways if we create the most optimal environment within ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually for healing. There is just enormous potential in that. So part of it is how much energy do you want to spend creating that environment? But I think that it's important to recognize that we have that potential. And if you can have the perspective that, hmm, if I can at least just upgrade this environment inside of myself into a particular place, one level of an upgrade or four levels of an upgrade, I'm going to prime myself to heal. No one's going to do it for you, but it will happen within yourself. Our bodies are miraculously genius systems if we give them the right environment to do the work. So I talk about that a lot in my life and California is treating me well right now with the weather and, and I'm happy to be both here in California and with you on this podcast. I love it. And I love the conversations that you have with all of the people in your life, like you said, from your clients to your family and friends, because it is those conversations from which this podcast was truly born, the love of coming together and feeling that passion and connection over all things health and wellness, but particularly because I've been on my own journey with healing over the past couple of years, longer than that, really, when we talk about the grand scheme of life. And in these last few years, it's the conversations you and I have that keep me digging deeper and, and leaning in harder to our innate capacity to heal. And as we both know, we're going to find the evidence for the things that we are seeking and that we believe in greatly. So that's where I find myself right now. Now, back a couple of episodes, I think it was episode four, we talked a little bit about the power of community as part of our health and wellness. And we really got into this idea of purpose. And I wanted to revisit that because I think that's a really big one. And we'll probably have to come back to it time and time again. It's so layered. But a while back, someone had asked me, what, what do I do if I don't know what my purpose is? You know, what if I'm on this planet and I'm 40, 50, 60, whatever years old, and I still don't know what my purpose is. And it makes me think of a question that my teacher asked me years ago, you know, instead of asking, what is your purpose? Asking, what is your practice? And it really helped me start to think about the things that I do in my daily life that are part of what make me me and part of what bring me alive, part of what light me up. That's the answer that I constantly come back to when I'm on that path and helping guide people towards their own purpose. But I would love to know, Monica, what, what comes up for you when people start asking those questions? 
particularly what is my purpose that yeah. as the question so I feel incredibly lucky <laughs> in this life because I got to know I'm, I'm very clear on my purpose in the grand scheme of things now the minute details of that purpose have changed right and left it's like a zigzagging line all within one clear tunnel for my own purpose and I have a lot of friends and clients and family and lots of people in my life who are not super clear on what their quote unquote purpose is. And we put a lot of weight in that word sometimes. And I did get feedback from friends from that episode that we did before about what if I don't know what my purpose is, what, what do we do then? Am I failing or um, should I know? And maybe I'm just missing it somehow. And you and I were having a great conversation before we started this recording of this podcast about how we live our lives and how we can identify through that maneuvering kind of what our purpose is. But I sometimes think that the word purpose, maybe we don't have the right word in the English language for what I think we truly are trying to discuss when we're saying purpose. What does that actually mean? And that's where you were bringing in the word practice instead of the word purpose, which I think opens a whole other avenue to how we look at ourselves and what our life is. We don't have to have, no human has to have this grandiose purpose that's going to change the world. And we can have some clarity on what our truth is, hmm. which may lead us to how we're going to walk through life. And maybe that's you being a wonderful friend to your friends and family and people that surround you, or you being an excellent listener and being able to hold space for other people. You don't have to be an expert in something to have a, a purpose or a truth inside of yourself that you can identify. And I think that's something that's important to understand that part of yourself is finding moments of quiet in your day where you're just with you to start to recognize who that deeper self inside of you is where you your masks get taken off or you know this that special it's it's an essence it's the essence of who you are what is that how does that exist in the world how can you put yourself into a space in, of existence on this earth where you're letting your essence be shown. I think that's more of what I mean when I've been saying the word purpose is what is your essence? Now you can still have a purpose, but I almost don't even think that could be very clear if you're not sure what the essence of you is. And that can take some digging, some questioning, some self-inquiry, and sometimes I don't think people end up figuring that out until they are 50, 60, 70 years old. And that's part of the journey. It's trial and error. It's putting on a personality for a little while and seeing if that resonates inside of you. And then if it does, then you keep that one. Okay, there's some information. And if it doesn't, okay, I tried that. And I'm going to set that aside now because that doesn't feel like it's in alignment with who I am. I don't think we often get to get, we have to, play and experiment to figure out what truly feels in alignment with ourselves because we have so many different characters in this world and 
it's hard. We we're constantly figuring ourselves out and changing. What was in alignment for you a long time ago may not be in alignment for you 30 years down the road, but that that essence piece is probably a common thread. Absolutely. So there's a little riff on <laughs> purpose, practice and essence. <laughs> Beautiful. And I'll come back to the essence piece in a moment, but the thing that I want to go back to is that practice and purpose piece. What becomes clear to me when I stop focusing on this thing that sometimes can feel more vague and vague because it is so all encompassing, like sometimes it's the thing that's right under our nose. But when we look at our practice, we can start to ask questions. And by the way, shout out to Jeannie O'Neill, because that was a teacher, director of the Yoga Farm Ithaca. That was a teacher who asked me that question. But we ask it, you can start to imagine in your daily life, what are the things that I do when nobody else is looking? What are the things that I do when I have no access to technology and I can't record this for a reel or for Instagram? <laughs> what am I doing that truly keeps me on my path and lights me up inside so that I'm excited every morning when my feet hit the ground, when I get out of bed, right? And, and so I think about everything from my daily yoga practice to my gratitude practice. I think about the way that I love in my friendships and with my son. There's so much that goes into that that has nothing to do with what the outside world sees or knows about me. And yet it is all of those things that are part of that essence that shines through, that that are, you know, undoubtedly there, right? As I go out into the world and teach my classes or, you know, go and meet with clients, people can see that, they can feel that. So I think that's really powerful. And yeah, I'd actually be curious, what do you think about that? Because there's a lot of pressure in this day and age for a lot of what we do to be visible to the world, mm -hmm. right? Not only because, because of the use of social media for connection and for marketing and all of these things, but also because of this desire for transparency that we all have. We've been through some really interesting times over recent years. And so that desire is strong. And yeah, so I'm curious, Monica, what you think about that? I think there is very valuable information for yourself in what you do and how you live your life when no one's watching. I think sometimes that can be really beautiful. And sometimes maybe we judge ourselves during that time, or sometimes maybe we're not so happy with what that might look like. And if we can pull back from judging that in either direction and use it as information, there's a lot of value in that space. And there's a lot of healing that can happen in that space. When you are, when you don't give yourself an opportunity to distract yourself, when you are just sitting with, you don't have to be sitting, when you are just with yourself, washing the dishes, but you don't have a podcast on or a movie playing or something like that, but you're just at your kitchen counter washing your dishes, there's no one else in the room. What's existing internally for you in that space? Does it feel good? Does it feel depressing? Are you having anxiety? Can you 
can you shift yourself into the most present possible version of yourself and see what exists in that space? So if you feel yourself going into depression, which would be backwards into the past, or if you feel yourself going into anxiety forwards into the future, can you literally pull yourself into the arches of your feet and stand in your center to bring yourself present, feel your body and just get super present with yourself and feel the water running over your hands, smell what the soap smells like, wash the dishes and watch it happen. You're cleaning, you're cleansing something. And how can you feel in that space? That's where your essence shows up. Mm. That's in that presence, you get a glimpse of what's deeper inside of yourself. And if we can just be curious about that, we unveil some really interesting information. And with that understanding, you can start to know what to do with yourself. But we live in a world where you kind of have to create that opportunity for yourself because there's so much availability of distractions. You never, we could literally, I could for the rest of my life, never have a moment just by myself because of the, the amount of distraction that's available. So part of it is having the wherewithal and the discipline and the curiosity to pull back from those distractions, get super present and take a bath go for a walk, listen to some music, roll around on your carpet, anything that puts you present in your body to see what exists in that space. And I think if we can come to that place with some tenderness, you will absolutely find beauty in there. I have so much to say about that. And the place I'm going to start is with this concept of healing. So earlier this year, when I started on this really intense healing journey, I started to ask myself on a pretty regular basis, what would feel healing to me right now? And then I just kept listening to each next right answer, doing exactly what you're talking about, pulling me out of the anxiety of what if this is like a diagnosis? What if I'm going to feel like this forever? or getting depressed. Like, what about my past? Was I eating wrong? Was I exercising too much? Was I, you know, all the things that we can get into. <laughs> that question would not only bring me present, but it also provided the practice that gave me the clues that allowed the data that it let me stay curious to each next right step. And what a beautiful journey unfolded from there. And I had to be very mindful not to judge myself about the answers, to just listen and respond to information that was very clearly accessible to me in my body every time I stayed present with it, right? And it wasn't, it wasn't all, I think it's important to note that it wasn't all comfortable. It didn't always feel good for you, but you stayed with it. Absolutely. It It was beautiful. But beautiful doesn't have to mean completely comfortable and easy. There's a lot more in the space of beauty. Let me be really clear. It was beautifully cathartic, messy, ugly, fascinating, kind, rejuvenating, replenishing. It was all of the things. But I absolutely had the moments of, you know, drop down to the the floor, you know, and, and cry. Because I needed to, 
because each next right answer was not always what I would have chosen. There was a lot of time spent sleeping, resting in bed. I am not the person who loves to stay still for too long. But another question that has helped me over the years, and I think you would appreciate this based on what you just shared, is do I like the person I am when I'm alone with myself? Am I in love with the person I am when I'm alone with myself? And not too long ago, and that's relative, that's maybe a decade, maybe seven years, I don't know. The answer was not yes was not a resounding full body yes. And it is now. And that question was was a beautiful guidepost for me to understand when I was out of alignment, when I was choosing into things that maybe weren't right for me. So it allowed me to just keep, it was like a barometer check on my life, you know? And, and so I say all these things because I hope if you're listening that if this is a topic that you're curious about, that that you wonder about for your own life, what is your purpose? And maybe it's something where you have shut on yourself, which by the way, don't shut on yourself, right? right? There's too mm-hmm. many, I should know my purpose by now. I should this, whatever, let it go. And perhaps you could lean into some of these very practices that we're talking about so that you can begin to follow the breadcrumbs on this trail of life and and begin collecting that data and stay curious about the answers I think you'll be amazed where it takes you as long as that's not where you're focusing you Mm -hmm. need this moment right now Monica you touched on something before that I think is completely accurate and I do believe that the English language is just not capable of really talking about exactly what we're getting at here, right? And so purpose is not a word that exactly fits it. Practice is not either. That's a way to get to this understanding. Essence is part of it. But there was one word that really resonated with me long ago when I got to learn more about the practice. And perhaps we can do a whole episode on this down the road. But in Japan, there is a concept called ikigai, and, and it's its own thing. And an ikigai is truly your life fulfillment. There's ways to really connect to that in your life that are very practical by inventorying your values and your skills and your passions and finding those intersections. If you didn't listen to that episode, by the way, we did an episode about living in the intersections. But once you begin to combine all of those things and layer that together, it's where they intersect that we find some of the most potent, uh, juicy information about what it is we're here to do on this planet. So any final words of wisdom on that, Monica? Yeah, I think a really important or effective question that we can ask ourselves on a daily basis, because we all have dreams and desires and hopes and directions that we would love for our life to unfold and goals and things like that. So the question would be, is my practice, how I live my life when no one's watching, is that in alignment with these goals, dreams, desires, wishes that you have for your future? And be honest with yourself. If the answer is no, then look with a curious eye at how you could shift that. And it doesn't have to happen overnight. 
but if you can start to direct your life where your practice moves in the direction that you would like like your life to go and supports that then you will get there i am a firm believer that the things that we want that we can actually create whatever we desire what i don't believe is that the moment we desire it, we should have a way to just get it. A master manifester that can just say, I want $5 million and I'm going to have it tomorrow. I mm -hmm. think that there's a path decided by, I don't, don't know that answer. And I think everybody's answer and belief system will be different about that. But I think that there are oftentimes super important lessons and zigzags in that direction that actually make that dream a reality or realistic possibility for you. And you need to go through those ups and downs to be able to enjoy the journey itself and the destination once you get there. Because guess what? When you get to that destination, you are then ready and you have another destination at that point because you've done the things to get to it. So we do have to have some gentleness and grace with ourselves to get that flow and momentum going. But I think the first step and a very important question is, is what I'm doing right now when no one's watching in this practice of life in general, supportive of where I want my life to go? And you can get super specific in that, or you can be a little bit more broad depending on what your direction is. But that's a starting point. When, when people say, I don't know where to start, I don't know what to do. Start with what you do when you're alone. And if you're never alone, start with just being alone with yourself for five minutes a day, literally five minutes a day. And that can make an extraordinary difference in how your life feels on a regular basis. There's so much information in that space. Absolutely. As you were talking, I realized that this is why human beings have such a fascination with the infinity symbol. If you are starting to see where that life that you live when you are alone is out of alignment from where it is you want your life to go, what is it that you need to adjust? It could be one or the other or both. It may be that those goals aren't actually what you want deep down inside, that they come from something else, some external expectation, some conditioning from you know many years. Or it could be that you simply aren't being honest with the work you need to do to get there. And that needs to shift. The beauty is for everybody listening that you simply start by spending time with yourself and listening, asking the questions, being open, staying curious. And we'll be back with you to talk about it more. Today's episode is brought to you by The Synergy Retreat. As two women on a mission to spread health and connection to the people we love, my co-founder and wellness superwoman, Erica Policelli, and myself, Dr. Monica Leslie, have built a retreat like nothing we have ever seen before. September 15th through 17th, we are bringing people together in such a way that will feed your soul and allow you to rewrite your story around what you're capable of. Through thriving connection, incredibly nourishing food, and new experiences, you will leave this retreat with a full cup, new friends, deeper relationships, and an expanded perspective and reality of how freaking good you're capable of feeling. 
What if there was a way to move through life with ease and inspiration? What if every morning you could wake up feeling truly alive and excited to meet the day? We've curated a comprehensive team of experts that are about to show you the path to this reality. No two hours in this weekend are the same. As a participant, you get to experience all of these different wellness practices, tips, tricks, and methods, and see how they feel in your body. Take what serves you, leave what doesn't, and have a blast with all of it. This will be a very high vibe retreat that will leave you feeling nourished, inspired, connected, and confident in how to continue on this path well into your future. And I'll let you in on a little secret. If you join us for our signature launch, you'll get the first dibs on our next one. Visit thesynergyretreat.com for more information or check the podcast description box for the link.